What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help? Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today we're going to be doing a topic that seems to be really, really requested by you guys. Um, It's tips for applying minimalism to your space and schedule. I know we've done an actual minimalism episode in the past. We watched the episode, I'm sorry, the, um, the documentary on Netflix called The Minimalist, correct? Yes, we watched the documentary. We've done um, uh, Marie Kondo's book, right? Where you know this has been some things we've we've discussed it in the past, and obviously this is one of my favorite topics on the planet. So I'm very yes. excited. <laughs> yes, it's funny we don't have a guest on today, but I feel like having you on, Delaney, is like having <laughs> a minimalism guest because it's something you're so passionate about and. I mean, you have a podcast on efficiency. It's just like, this is your world is all about streamlining and making things as simple as possible. This is the stuff that gets me hard. Yes, this is true. <laughs> this is, I am, I am hard. <laughs> I am so ready. <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, this is, this is coming out on February 7th. I will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana this weekend for shows at Summit Comedy Club and then it is just um, a, a madhouse after that. It is Hartford, Syracuse, Minneapolis, Chicago, New York City, Niagara Falls, Vegas, San Diego, so many more. I, I am hesitant to keep telling you guys all the cities every episode because you're probably just like, we have had enough of this long, long list. But no, never. Give me more. <laughs> you want more? Oh, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> Tampa, Bakersfield, Boston, Oklahoma City, Austin, Indianapolis, Spokane, Providence, Fort Collins, Raleigh, Washington, D.C., Grand Rapids, Atlanta. So if you heard one of your cities there or you live near there, go to KelseyCook.com, get some tickets. If you didn't hear one of your cities on there, 
try to message me on Instagram or the self helpless account on Instagram because I'm always looking to add more cities and uh, I love meeting new helpsters in person. So those Yay. are my upcoming tour dates. There's a ton of them. So go check it out. Uh, Delaney, yes. what's going on with you? Well, like you mentioned, I have a podcast about efficiency called Efficionado, the minimalist business podcast. So if you like applying minimalism to your, your space and schedule and you're an entrepreneur and you want to do the same thing in your business, come on over. Uh, and the really the heart of that show with efficiency is really asking yourself, you know, do I even need to be doing this shit in the first place? Like that's really true efficiency is removing what you don't need in your business or your life and really simplifying and streamlining what is left. So yeah, I would love to have you over there. And um, also, I think I mentioned this on a couple episodes ago, but I'm opening up my calendar in 2022 to start guesting on more platforms coming up. Um, just booked a few from Helpsters that I'm excited to do their podcast. Cool. So if you want to have me on, I, I would love to meet you. Um, you know, there, you can go to my website, DelaneyFisher.com and just submit, you know, in the, in the contact box there. And, um, you know, I like to talk about business, business minimalism, being a social media free entrepreneur, um, being child free, whatever, all that stuff. It's all on my website. Would love to, ha- would love to meet you. That's Perfect. it. Cool. Nice. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into this topic. Um, we have a quotable that was submitted by Helpster Stephanie. Um, it's not known who it's attributed to, but it says, there isn't perfect, but there can be wonderful. And <laughs> Stephanie says it was one of it was from one of the experts in Married at First Sight season one. I loved it enough uh, to get it tattooed on me. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> That's great. Amazing. Oh. There isn't perfect, but there can be wonderful. So good. So, so good. good. I wonder if it was one of the experts uh, we had on. I wonder if it was Rachel. Oh, my God. It would be so funny if it was. That would be so (laughs) funny. What, like, an inception. (laughs) Yeah. uh, What what an applicable quote to everything. Relationships, uh, your career. uh, Like, yeah. So nice. Such a good one. You can't really have the wonderful stuff without the shitty stuff because then you wouldn't know that the wonderful stuff is wonderful, right? It's all just kind of a beautiful fucking mess. It's true. Yes. Love it. Thank you, Stephanie, for submitting that. And if you want to submit a quote uh, for the show, you can join our Patreon community at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You can listen to bonus episodes, help vote on the topics that we talk about. It's just a, it's a good place to be. Yes. All right. Shall we dig in? Yes, let's do it. Amazing. Um, when I think about space, the first things I thought about were clothing and um, makeup slash skincare. Because for me, mm. those are the two things that can become cluttered very easily. Yeah. Um, some of these might be slight repeats from uh, one of our past minimalism episodes, but I feel like it bears repeating because they're just helpful. Like even I have to tell myself them every six months or so as I'm going through my collections and being yeah. like, okay, think about these things and apply them. So some of these are ones I've learned from my friend, Allison, who is so wise. Uh, she says that when you look at your clothes, you should ask yourself, would you buy it again? Mm-hmm. Like if you could go back in time, would you have decided to actually purchase this? Or now that you've had it for a while, you're just like, oh, I kind of regret this. Yeah. But you're holding on to it because you spent the money on it. Yeah. It's like, she always emphasizes, Hey, the money's already gone. Mm -hmm. Like you can't, that's done. So now it's your responsibility to decide what you want to do with your space. And if you want to keep this item, 
that's always a big one to me is like that gets right to the core of how I actually feel about a product Yeah, is if I would buy it again and more often than not, it's a no. Yeah. Yes. Another thing to ask yourself is, is this either article of clothing or makeup product, is this part of my fantasy self? Did Mm -hmm. I buy this when I was picturing a version of me that I might never be? Or if I am, it's like once a year, I joke a lot about, you know, Vegas me. Yeah. I like to buy a lot of clothes (laughs) and makeup sometimes that I I really only would wear on special occasions. And I think it's important to have things for special occasions, right? But sometimes you are holding on to things because you're like, well, but maybe, maybe I will need this when I'm like cast in that music video of my favorite band. Like, and the reality, it's like, Mm, what are the chances of that? Maybe let's maybe keep a couple of those things, but maybe you don't need a full giant collection. So tapping into fantasy self stuff is always very helpful to me. Yes. It's like the minimalist. They have the, the just in case items are usually, see, you know, see you later. <laughs> right. Right. Like, just, yes. <laughs> just, just in, in case. case. Oh yes. my God. Totally. Yeah. Um, also asking yourself, how do you feel when you wear this article of clothing? Yeah. Sometimes we've had an article of clothing for so long and it's become, it's just like a large part of your collection. It's something you wear often, but you realize when you put it on, you actually feel like you from three years ago Yeah, and you're not in alignment with how you feel now. And every time you put it on, you feel just weird. You don't feel like your best self. So whatever that sense is, (laughs) it's like some random sense we have it's kind of a combination I think of touch and maybe something else but just when that clothing is on you looking in the mirror and being like do I like how I feel right now yeah absolutely just go uh, yes to all those questions I love those and a couple um, other questions I like asking is if I could get rid of this and somebody's, I, I think somebody's feelings wouldn't be hurt by it. Would I get rid of it? Like if I'm, if oh, it kind of engaging like a it, gift, am I keeping this out of obligation? If I'm, am I worried about somebody's feelings? If somebody's feelings wouldn't be hurt by this potentially, would I keep it? Um, and of course that's just you assuming that their feelings would be hurt. You don't actually know, but that right. might be a good one because we, we keep a lot of stuff out of obligation that doesn't actually you know, add value to our lives or things that we like and stuff like that. Um, uh, I love the, yeah, I love the feelings one. Um, also the first thing I like to do about any space, whether it's your closet or your room or whatever is just, what is the intention of this space? What do I want to do more of here? What do I want to make more time for in here? Um, so like, you know, if you're looking at your living room and you're like, I really want to, I want to play more board games with my family. We always have fun when we do that, but we don't do it very much. How can you make that more of the focal point and more accessible and simple to get to for the family? And what things are there that are not being used or that add to, you know, stress or anxiety or whatever? And how can we kind of get those out of there? Um, So intentions are really fun. And then just some like hot tips that I like. I love having a never ending goodwill bag. I think the minimalists have something similar as well. I just keep one in my closet. And instead of like when we receive something that 
we know we're going to donate or remove from our lives uh, at some point anyway, instead of having it like live in a drawer or on a shelf for six months before we donate it, it just goes right into the bag. I might keep the bag for a month or two, but we know that, Hey, if we're going to get rid of this anyway, might as well before it finds, finds a home. Yes. Um, I want to add to that really quickly and include, I've, I think I've mentioned it before, but I do like the trunk (laughs) where I move what I'm like a little on the fence about, but I move it into the trunk of my car, like clothes that I'm like, I feel like I should get rid of this, but I'm still kind of holding on. And then if I can't even remember what is in the trunk, it wasn't important enough to keep. Like I, then that means I wasn't even thinking about it. I didn't even need it. If it's been sitting in there for three months, that means it's time for it to go. Exactly. I think, you know, I love the minimalists and all their tips, but I think some people feel like their packing party tip is a little extreme for them where they're like actually put in boxes and pack like you're moving the things that you either you don't want to do or pack everything up and just slowly unpack the things that you end up using. And then over the Mm -hmm. course of like a few weeks, you know what you actually need in your life. Um, but I love the idea of just hiding it. Like what's, what's on your mind, hiding it, trunk of the car, closet, get it out of your space. And then, you know, when you're ready to make decisions about it, go revisit that when you're kind of in a different headspace and you're not so overwhelmed by your visual clutter. This is a, this is a big one. Upgrade the shit that makes you feel like shit. Like if you're looking at your fucking broken doorknob every day thinking, I, what, what kind of thoughts are running in your head when you are seeing that every day? I don't have my shit together. My, my home sucks. I, I'm broke. Like what kind of stuff is coming up for you? And can you just replace that $12 doorknob and make yourself feel great. So I like to literally, (laughs) this is what I did at one point. I don't really do it anymore. It's more maintenance now, but I took a notepad and I walked around my home listing all the things that make me feel like not, like I'm not killing it at life or business or whatever. And then I sat down and I just upgraded everything in one sitting. Doesn't have to be always spending money. Um, It can be very budget friendly, but like my holy, my freaking holy leggings that I would always wear. I can, I can get some new leggings. You have some freaking socks that are just disgusting. Get yourself a fresh pair of socks. You know what yeah. I mean? It can be yeah. something like that. Or, um, you know, this chair, I'm not really into this chair anymore. Well, can we put a blanket over it make it look a little cuter with a, something that you already have? So yeah. it's not, it's not always about spending money, but just changing up the energy, you know, that's great. Your that's space, a great you know? Tip to go around and just take inventory of like, what are those? Cause we all have those things. Yeah. Like we all have those things that we just kind of keep putting off. And yet every time we see it, we're like, I fucking hate that. Yes. And it's like, that is taking up mental energy every time you think about it. It's so true. And it's so, it can be so unconscious, you know, it's just these kind of this reel of thoughts. One mm-hmm. thing for me was my, if I talked about this, my dresser, Cam and I had like mismatched night nightstands for like yes ever and every time I'd wake up I'd be like ah this bugs the shit out of me that they're mismatched and I fucking hate them I feel like a little kid like I don't feel like we're adults oh my having God. an adult life you know yes. <laughs> so yes. I finally just took the nightstand that I looked that I liked better looked to see what the fuck it was found it online ordered another one. And then we had matching nightstands and I used the other one. I repurposed that for something else, but 
just those little things make you feel can make you feel so much better if you're somebody who really prioritizes feeling like calm and, you know, in your space. Yes. Yeah. Kane and I used to have mismatched dressers and it would drive oh. me <laughs> insane. I had tried to like get us a, a matching one and I ordered the wrong one apparently, or they stopped. I think they stopped making the first one I had. Yeah. And it would bother me every time I looked at it. And it's like a yeah. small thing, but it can make your home feel like you're living in a garage sale where it's just like things together that aren't like the full matching set. It just would bother me. Yes. Oh my God. It's, it's a big one. It's such a yeah. big. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Big one. Um, also, as far as like kind of maintaining your space of... Mm-hmm of, you know, whatever, keeping things clutter-free. If you just have like a five-minute practice of like every day for five minutes before you sit down and like watch TV, you just go around and put things away and stuff like that. Just like easy maintenance. Cause even when you have decluttered your space, you know, shit still gets pulled out of drawers and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, another thing I like to do is when it comes to kind of keeping the space clean is I like to pair my cleaning with another activity Often what I'm doing is let's say that we're lis- we're listening to the podcast episode for like editing notes or something. While I'm doing that, I'm cleaning up my yeah. home and, you know, doing that. Um, so if you find like getting motivated to like keep things tidy is not fun for you, what is fun and how can you match that? Like mm-hmm. can you activity, them? exactly. Um, also... Storing, this is something new. I don't know if you do this, Kels. I'd be curious to know how you kind of store things in your home. I've now started to store things based on like the location of where I use them instead of like categories, like inside different closets and stuff. So for example, instead of having like all of my towels in my my closet cupboard, I will have the towels that make sense to go there. And then I'd have like, okay, these towels actually need to be stored in the kitchen because we pull them out and use them. These actually go in the bathroom because that's really easy to pull those out of the bathroom. I used to just like have everything in one space. And I, I realized that it was actually like, I don't know, more of a nuisance to do that. So now I really store them kind of intuitively of where we use things. And it just feels a lot more simple. I don't know if you like have systems for that, that you like. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Um, yes. I wanted to also say, this is just a quick tip on um, if you own makeup or skincare, uh, in terms of decluttering, always be mindful of the expiration dates on there. Oh, yeah. 
if you look on your products, it, you will see a little, it's like almost looks like a, like a little pot and then it will say like 6M or 12M and that is the expiration date after you've opened it. So like oh. you should use it within six months of opening or 12 months of opening. And there, there might be a little wiggle room with that, right? I'm sure that a lot of companies... <laughs> would like you to repurchase sooner than perhaps you need to. But just to be mindful of maybe like you've got a tube of mascara uh, that you've had for three years and the open date is like six months. It's so easy. Things like that trap bacteria and that can actually be a safety thing. Like you want to really make sure that you're not using old skincare because you can create breakouts and acne and like old eye makeup can give you styes. It's just, that's a big thing. That's a quick way to like unemotionally declutter your makeup and skincare. Cause you go, well, you know what? It's out of my control. It doesn't even matter that I love this so much. I need to throw it out and maybe buy that? a new one, but yeah. like this shouldn't be part of my collection anymore. Oh man. I'm so bad about that. I've had most of my stuff for like seven years. Girl, <laughs> I know you're bad about it. <laughs> You know what? I did have a sty recently, but I don't know if that it was probably from a makeup thing that I wore. Um, yeah, yeah don't, it's time, you gotta, time to get rid of it. You got to throw that out. That's a yeah. big one. Do you recommend, like, have you seen how people store that? So like you kind of use like store an order of expiration date. So that way you're using the stuff that goes bad, the, like the quickest. Have you ever seen how people store those things? Yeah. Yeah. I also, I, because I love my makeup and skincare so much, I'm pretty mindful of like, I have a a good idea of how long I've had something. And I'm, I've just cut way back on my purchasing of makeup. I used to have a much larger collection and I just couldn't get through all of it before it would expire. And now I'm much more aware of like, what do I actually use on a day-to-day basis? And I try to mostly stick to those items if, if possible. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, Another thing I like to do this because I like to put things out that I want to do more of. For example, I'll even show you right now. My yoga mat is literally on my floor next to me. That's where it lives. It used to live on the shelf, but I somehow I would convince myself, oh, too much work taking the yoga mat off the shelf and putting it on the floor. And then I have to work out. Then I got to grab my weights and work out. Oh, it's too much. It, it takes away my excuse. It's there. Yeah. All I got to do is put my body on it and I'm, I'm in workout mode. So yeah. like putting, making things so easy for the things that, you know, you want to do more of, but you have a hard time motivating yourself to do. Yeah. That's very simple. You can also like put your, you know, your running shoes or your walking shoes by the door, just th- those types of little things where how can you make just things really accessible and simple for you instead of having them kind of stored away where you can get those excuses coming in. Um, One thing I'm very interested in now is the whole, um, have you ever done this, Kels, the capsule wardrobe? I know we've talked about this a little bit. Yeah, I did it for the first time this past year and it was so helpful. It's so nice. I kept getting really stuck though. I would do it. I would set it up and do it for like a couple of weeks and then I would go back to all the madness. I've just really upgraded my clothes the last several months. And all I'm doing is basically just buying neutral colored shit. If mm-hmm. you buy, if you buy neutrals, it's really simple that everything kind of just becomes a capsule. And of course yeah. you're going to have your pops of color and patterns anyway from the stuff that you already have. But I wish it would have been broken down that simply for me at some point, because I think that would have 
helped me kind of get to the point where everything just kind of matches and I feel good and everything, mm-hmm. but I was overcomplicating it quite a bit. Um, See, I don't, maybe you and I've done capsule wardrobes differently. I'm sure it sounds like you've done a more, uh, detailed version of it. I just okay. did where like I would switch it out for the season. So when winter would oh. hit, I would move my summer clothes to the back of the closet and, that was also a good way too for me to see what I was actually wearing ever. Um, yes. Yeah, it just it just decluttered. It was simple. I love it. Yes, that makes sense. I think yeah, seasonal stuff. I'm trying to do an annual uh, mm. capsule where it's like this is it for everything. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> you okay. know what I mean? So yes, but I, that's just fun. like hey, if you buy most mostly neutrals, um, then you have to worry about things matching. They're they're gonna match. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I think, uh, oh yeah. And then I just like to ask the question of like, you know, who do I, who do I want to be? Who am I, who am I aspiring to become, Mm -hmm. uh, like this next version of myself? Do I want to be somebody who feels like shit in all of my clothing? Do I want to be somebody who feels like they're not taking good care of themselves and how can I make sure that doesn't happen? And how does my space and my stuff reflect those things? You know, not like the, not like the Vegas thing. Obviously we know when we're trying to like, I'm not Vegas, Kelsey, uh, 365, but you know, who do I want to be more, more frequently? CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality. So you can be sure with upfront pricing. That's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Anything else with with your space, Kels? No, the other stuff I have is regarding time and schedule and all that. Nice. You want to kick it off with the schedule? Yeah, this is a revelation I had a few months back, maybe longer ago, but... Uh, and I think Delaney, you're the one who helped me with it because I kept feeling really burnt out at the end of the day. And like when I transitioned to using a physical planner that helped me so much. And yet I was still overbooking. And I think sometimes the trap you can get caught up in with a physical planner is that it often gives you an hour by hour slot for your day. And if you are a type A person or an overachiever, you can look at that and go, Oh, So I should be doing something every hour of the day. (laughs) Like it just, your mind wants to fill those lines with something. And so I was cramming so many things into each day and either I wouldn't get them all done and would feel kind of like a failure or I would get them all done and would be out of my mind exhausted. So what I try to do now is book in energy, not in time and be more aware of like on a day like today when we're podcasting today we're podcasting and I have a show at night yeah I am not looking to do that much else besides that 
Right. Because those two things are me performing for an hour. Yeah. It takes a ton of energy. And I know that the time I have in between those things or earlier in the day, I want to spend mostly doing restful things or taking care of myself. Maybe I would do a workout, but like I'm not trying to run a million errands or even phone calls. I've mentioned before that my phone calls with friends can be long and require a lot of energy and they're so good. They're so healing always, but it does take energy. Yeah. So, uh, I, I just try to kind of it's different for everybody. You have to learn how much energy each thing you're usually doing in your life takes and go, okay, is that a high energy activity? Is that medium? Is it low? And book your days in a way where you're not even hitting your maximum energy amount. Always try to go below it because you shouldn't end your day exhausted. You shouldn't end your day feeling burnt out. So know what your limit is and then back off from that. So that's been my... That's my biggest thing is building in space for rest and being realistic about how much energy you have for things versus how much time you have for things. Yes, totally agree, dude. And I think if if you've tuned in before, I've probably mentioned this, but I it really has changed my life and my schedule. And Kelsey and I've talked about this as recovering perfectionists, recovering workaholics, like it's mm. so important to to reflect that in your schedule. But um the three task rule, I'd really try not to do more than like three three Mm -hmm. things a day that really like, you know, that take a good chunk of my energy. And so the way that I map out my schedule is I have my three tasks, um, that either are a real deadline that day, like a meeting or something, or something that's top priority. And then at the bottom, I have the thing, I write down the thing that I'm looking forward to doing after work to kind of motivate me uh, with those other tasks. So like for today, if we have, you know, oh. podcasting, I have a meeting and I have a something at the end of the day, it's like, I'm going to take a walk, you know, with Maverick or something. Um, and so that is kind of like my schedule. And then what I do, because sometimes you, when you have like a, a, a schedule like that, and it doesn't have much on it, you forget how much shit you actually do throughout the day. And I, I have a hard time like signing off, like, wait, I only did three things today. No, but I, I ended up answering emails. I sent a thing. I did all these other little tiny things that came up. So I will write down the shit that I'm doing as I go throughout the day. So oh. when I'm, when I'm done with my day, I can see that, not only did I accomplish the top priority shit, but I also did all this other little to do shit that I might have forgotten about. And it makes yeah. me feel so good about wrapping up my day. And I'm, I'm motivated to do that thing. That was like my kind of motivating activity after work. And I'm excited about it. Um, but the way that I'm huge, it's, it feels so good because you feel like, you know, not only, yeah. Uh, what can happen, I think, when we set too much stuff up, like you were saying, Kels, is like you can really wake up feeling behind. Or if you miss one thing on that list, you feel behind and you can kind of like feel like you failed or something. And, and that's so tough for, you know, people who struggle with perfectionism and stuff like that. But this way, you're only writing things down that you actually accomplish. And it could be personal and professional tasks like, oh, I scheduled my dentist appointment. I did this thing. Mm-hmm. Um I just feel like, oh, so good with that. And the way that I map out my week, my overall like weekly goals, you can see that I'm a fucking lunatic. My overall weekly. (laughs) I do that shit too. I I do the weekly. I like, I have the day-to-day breakdown, but I will say at the top of each new page of the planner that's for that week, like 
this is the overarching, like this has to get done by the end of the week. Yes. I love it. So I have, um, a goal for myself in my business, whether it's a project or something. And then I have a goal for my operations manager, which is something I'm delegating to her to do that supports Mm -hmm. me with like the bigger goal. Um, and then I have like whatever kind of I'm working on for my, the quarter in my business, I just have Mm -hmm. that one little next step written down as like the third kind of thing. So I have like a business task, a, um, a delegation task type of thing. And then a third thing, which is either a personal or like professional overarching goal for the quarter. And then I make sure that that's plugged into my calendar in small chunks, but amazing. That's That's a great tip. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I have to do to get shit done. Um, also as far as, uh, or, um, Time blocking can be helpful, whether you like to designate certain chunks of time for certain tasks or a whole day for a, for a task, a combination of that could be great. You know, like if Mondays are your podcasting days and Tuesdays you meet with clients, that kind of thing, or nine to 10 is when you do podcast stuff, 12 to two is when you meet with clients. Um, a mixture of those can be super helpful. It reminds me of like, we've talked about the worry appointment, Kels. Yeah. Um, for therapy. It's like when I'm like, when, when a to-do pops up in my head, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to write you down for Friday because Fridays are my follow-up Fridays. And that's when I tie up loose ends in my business. So yes. I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll, you'll, you'll be taken care of, but not right now. Like leave right. me alone kind of thing. Right. Um, sometimes you need to make two different lists for yourself, uh, for self-imposed deadlines and like real deadlines. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're really looking, if you're really, really overwhelmed by your schedule and you're having a hard time prioritizing what actually has to get done and what can wait, what can be removed or rescheduled or that kind of thing. And how can you get help with stuff? Um, anything else on your end, Kels? Nope, that's it. But we do have um, just some general minimalist tips for beginners, if you want me to read those. Sure. Okay, so this is from Minimalism Made Simple. Um, Declutter one room at a time. What a great tip that is. Yes. So easy to get overwhelmed. And when you get into decluttering mode, you're like, oh my God, there's there's just so much to do. And then you kind of start in one place and you popcorn around. Yes. Try to just do one at a time. Um, Get rid of anything broken. Basically, what you were saying early on is go through and make that list of what needs to get fixed mm-hmm. and replace it or fix it. Do what you got to do. Um, yes. Eliminate unworn clothing like we talked about. Get rid of doubles. That's a big one. I know there's some things that I think we're all a little too hoardery about that it just kind of depends what it is. Like I keep too many towels, like too many like kind of just like washcloth rag things because in my mind I'm like, well, but maybe you'll use one to clean. And it's like I always just – use paper towels. Like just, I am telling myself this right now. Like when you go home, bitch, get rid of some of those. Like you don't need all yes. of that stuff. Yes. Um, uh, donate unwanted food. That is still good. Refuse the things that you don't need and consider experiences over new things. Oh, love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, 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 yes. I could talk about this for four and a half hours. If you want <laughs> like 75,000 more tips and takeaways, I have a few episodes where I've covered this stuff on Efficionado. Mm-hmm. So head over there. We talk about tips for gift giving because stuff is a big issue with that. Um, a lot of time management tips, a lot of like deep questions you can ask yourself to really declutter your space and your schedule and make time for the things that are actually 
your priorities and your values and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. We have a personalized shout out um, from our listener, Ariel, or Ariel. Uh, she says, happy 15-year dating anniversary to my husband and the best dad, Adam, uh, from February 18th. Love, Ariel. Oh, oh so that's so sweet. nice. Happy oh. anniversary, guys. That's yeah, awesome. Happy anniversary. Thanks for celebrating with us. That's so cool. Yes. I love that. So nice. And if you want to be able to give a shout out like that to a loved one uh, or a friend or coworker, whoever, you can do so by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. Yes. And we do have an iTunes review of the episode as well. This is from Dennis Jacks. Says, the best podcast find for sure. I came across this podcast after hearing Taylor on another podcast. So glad I did. I love the chemistry between all the hosts and appreciate their opinions. The topics are cool and they keep getting stronger. I will be a fan for life. Wow, thanks, Dennis Jax. That's so nice. So nice of you. Thank you for tuning in. That's awesome. Yeah, we're going to have Tay back on for uh, another episode soon. So keep your ears open for that. And um, man... Uh, in terms of segments, I just want to say I have been watching the new season of Euphoria and holy oh, me too. balls. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's just a TV wreck. If you have not started watching Euphoria, it's such a good show. Yeah. I can't recommend it enough. What a wild ride. Did you see it in one of the most recent episodes? Our former guest was in one of the episodes. Yes. Amanda, Amanda LeCount. LeCount. Yeah. Is that fun? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that cool. was so cool. Cool yeah. seeing her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, been binging all the TVs. Oh, I'm watching, oh, I just, I finished Too Hot to Handle. That came out and that was watched in one sitting. Do you of watch course. that show, Kels? Yeah. I watched the first season, got really into it, and then I didn't watch the other ones. Okay. I'm also watching Joe Millionaire, I believe it's called. Wow. Um, um, I mean, I'm really getting into some shit, you guys. Like, I was I so it. not into reality TV stuff, and now it's pretty much all I watch. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been fun. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where, where can people find your show dates and all that Kels? Go to KelseyCook.com. Follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Cook Comedy, uh, Fort Wayne this weekend. And then Hartford at the end of the month, Syracuse, Minneapolis, uh, Chicago, New York city, everything is coming up like weekend after weekend. So just go check out those dates. Would love to see you guys. Beautiful. And feel free to head over to DelaneyFisher.com for the Eficionado podcast. I have complimentary resources for entrepreneurs and business owners and contractors. And yeah, that's about it. Sweet. Well, we love you guys and we'll talk to you next week. Hope you have a good one. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. Yeah.